Good morning, good afternoon and good evening, or whatever time of day you're listening to this. Welcome back to Dad Tales Podcast. I am Leon, father to Ava who is seven and Noah who is five. And my name's Andy and I'm a dad to three girls, Ellie who's 21, Lex who's 15 and Andy who's eight. So together we're going to take a light-hearted look at parenting from a dad's point of view. We hope you enjoy. Leon, happy Dad Tales Day. Happy Dad Tales Day, my friend. Happy Christmassy Dad Tales Day. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit excited. It's getting close now, isn't it? Yeah, we're not like, we're not far away now, are we? Not long and the fat man's coming. And I'm not talking about my dad. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky, Mum. <laughs> lucky, ain't Because right. apparently I'm going to look like my dad by the time I get older. Is that how it rolls now? Apparently they say look at your parents, don't they? What you're going to turn into. She's, she, didn't, she didn't see that coming, did she? <laughs> right, Leon, we've talked about Christmas gifts what gifts we could potentially think that would be good gifts for people. We've talked about terrible Christmas stories. What have we? What are we talking about this week? The worst gifts, or the ones that people perceive as bad gifts. Yeah. I mean, you know me in Christmas. I'm a little bit of a Scrooge with regards to certain things around Christmas, not everything, but I feel like this is a time of year we can't get away from not talking about stuff. And from what people have sent in from their worst Christmas gifts and secret Santa Christmas gifts, this is going to be a good one. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I've had a good chuckle this week reading through emails and stuff and messages we're getting on Insta and that. Do you find when you're chuckling, just because it's December, that you actually chuckle and go, oh, oh, oh? Yeah, it's funny you say that. I do, actually. I get a bit more of a festive cheer on me. Festive jollarity. Is jollarity a word? Is that another dad tales word that we just... <laughs> Say, careful, because I'm making words up again. <laughs> Never mind. Right, so what do you think about Christmas gifts in general? So, I'm, I'm with you. We've made, said this before. I'm super grateful for anything because... Some people say socks or like links, um, shower gel and deodorant. I see it as it's one less thing for me to buy because I need to buy them on a regular basis. They're a necessity that I need. I'm super grateful when I get them sort of things because it's one thing I don't have to buy. That's it. I'll, I'll take a I'll take a pair of socks or a smelly any day of the week because it's something that, like you say, you don't have to buy it, then everyone's a winner, aren't we? Definitely. There is one thing that I'm going to put out there now and ask for people not to buy me at Christmas, and that is like chocolate, right? And my, my rationale behind this is that I eat so much at Christmas that I don't want to be given more. You know, I drink a fair bit at Christmas. Drinking is fine. Give me more of that. I'm going to say, bring me as much alcohol as you want, but I am actually on chocolate because I'm bad for grazing. I'm not hungry. I'm bored and I'll graze. And if there's chocolate around, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's have a bit of chocolate. I'm bad for that. So I completely see what you're saying, actually. And we do get a lot of chocolate at Christmas time, like an excessive, greedy amount of chocolate, I'd say. Yeah, and you already do your own shopping, don't you? And things like, we, we know ourselves, we have family movie days and stuff like that. So when you sit and think, right, as you would, you're trying to replicate the cinema, aren't you? So you sit in your yeah. room, you turn lights off, you get a big drink, you get your popcorn and, crisp and some uh, chocolate and that. Yeah, don't get me any more. I don't need any more. Hold it back. Yeah, I agree. But then again, I'm not ungrateful because if someone buys me chocolate, I'm eating it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a typical Yorkshireman, so I'm going to take anything that's free and that's given. So I'm all right. That's the way I rule. If it's free, we're on a winner. Small victory. Oh, that's free for me. Right. I've got a couple of things here that were sent in. We've got our top 10 worst Christmas presents coming up. And I've got a couple of extra ones here. These yeah. are presents that have been given to people that didn't make the top 10. So these are good ones that haven't quite made it. So we've got Claire from Sheffield. She has said she once got a squeaky toy 
for Christmas. It was meant for a cat. Oh, I thought you were going to say dog, but yeah, I was like seeing that come in. Right, this one's Gary, and Gary's from Huddersfield. Gary said in 2015, he was purchased as, for Christmas. He got given a PlayStation game, good present. Very good. PlayStation controller, good present. I can see where and, this is going. And even a PlayStation baseball hat to wear while he enjoys his PlayStation. Nice. Uh, uh, uh. He didn't get a PlayStation. <laughs> he didn't previously own a PlayStation. Wow. That's 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 major. Now that is a really bad Christmas present. <laughs> that is that is pretty bad, isn't it? Because you must have opened that and you must have been thinking, oh, you must be thinking, he must have been thinking, wow, there's gotta be a PlayStation here somewhere. Yeah. No. Sorry, mate, no PlayStation. Get one in January sales. <laughs> <laughs> brutal. Honestly, that's absolutely brutal. I think there's a couple of gifts that you don't give people. We've talked about like deodorant and stuff like that. I don't believe we're very smelly people and I'm willing to accept things like that. And I don't believe one minute that people are trying to tell me that I stink. But do not buy people exercise equipment, any type of exercise equipment, unless, and I stress this, unless they have asked for it. Yeah. I agree. Imagine opening up and you've got a skipping rope and a kettlebell. <laughs> Get your exercise on, my friend. I mean, if you're a keen exerciser anyway, then yeah, and you'll take that and go, brilliant, set of dumbbells. And so. But if you, if you was keen, you'd already have your own kit really, wouldn't you, at home? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So don't buy people exercise equipment. It is rude. And you're trying to tell them that they need to get out to the gym. Second thing on here and this i've seen this happen firsthand when somebody's been given a gift they have no use for that gift at all so what they do is keep it till next year and re-gift it i love re-gifting right the, the thing is with re-gifting though the problem you have got do not re-gift that back to the same person that's given it to you but the way to get around that is go i enjoyed it so much i thought you'd enjoy it two so i got you one as well yeah but it depends what it is because they fully well know that if you've given if they've given you some bath salts or something like that and you go yeah that's no good for me i'm going to give it straight back to you You know if that box is the same box mm, i don't know the, co- the company make more than one 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 item of it you know not a unique bath bomb set does it have a, like a sell-by date on it though i don't know it's buying bath bombs that have sell-by dates all i'm saying is if you re-gifting make sure that you do your own work Make sure you do military precision re-gifting. Make sure you don't give it back to the same person. Or what is possibly even worse is if you give it back to somebody that's within that family circle and then they share the idea with the person that originally sent it. Do you know what would be absolutely brilliant if you've got like a re-gifting circle going on where someone bought you something, but you passed it on to someone else in like a similar family circle and it just gets all the way around and it comes back to you. Oh, man. How good would that, how good would that be? And you're like, hang on, I did this one seven years ago. This dog's growing. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the other thing, is apparently you're not supposed to give pets as gifts. Which I agree with, because a pet's for life, not just for Christmas. <laughs> what if it's a reindeer? <laughs> I don't know, I've got to put it back Reindeers you only have at Christmas, don't you? No, any time a of... deer every any of the time of <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So reindeers are just for Christmas. Yes, they are. So I've, I've got a couple of uh, additional ones I didn't make the top 10. So I've got one that's a uh, a bread lifter. You get your toast out of the toaster with the... So it's like some tongs that you lift your toast out of the toaster with so you don't bend your little pinky fingers with 
just comes out red hot. How bad's that? That to me, that goes in the same realm as a. Uh, I've seen people have on the worktop like a like a porcelain spoon that you put your tea bags in. You've got, <laughs> You've got one of them. Why have you got one of them? Just yeah. put it in the bin. Because my the bin on fire. I don't know. <laughs> With a tea bag. So we 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 put our, our tea bags and they stack up and we put them in like a little in like a little dish. We've got a special spoon that. That spoon's the only spoon we use for that, that job. We don't use any other spoons in the house. It's his own one. And we also have one of those big, massive spoons that you rest your dirty spoons on during your cooking and stuff. A spoon rest. Same principle. Why? Because you're going to wipe, wipe your tops afterwards anyway. Just put your spoon on the top. The, the only big spoon I see around here is you. <laughs> I'll ask him why we have that, but we do. So I'll find out the reasons. Come back to you next week and tell you why we have one. But we have both of them. <laughs> So I think I might need to invest in a toast lifter so I can get my toast out of the burning my fingers when it pops. What you'll need then, though, is some sort of barrier between your worktop and your toast lifter to make sure that your toast lifter yeah. touch the worktop. Yeah, I always think the uh, like a toast rack. Who needs a toast rack? How much toast exactly. are you possibly making? Unless you live in a hotel, <laughs> what's the purpose of a toast rack? Because I've been funny, but when we do like uh, like a mass breakfast or a mass tea, it just goes on random plates in the middle of the table and just free for all. I don't see the point of having a toast rack where it's individually sat in a like an envelope holder. I get the idea so your bread don't go soggy, so it's stood upright in it and the steam don't. If you put a... is that what it's for? Right. So if you put toast on a plate and then you yeah you lift it up, you'll notice underneath that there's a bit of moisture, so your bread don't go soggy. Hey. You know me and soggy bread, not a fan. I got. I've eaten mine that quick, you don't get a chance to go suck it. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, we'll do this in the new year. In the new year, useless, stupid inventions, and you've got more. I've got loads in my house. Brilliant. So I've got another, I've got another one that didn't make a top 10 list. So this comes from Terence, my nephew. In one year, he got some glasses that made it look like he was a fly. So when you look through them, all you could see was like 10, 15 versions of whatever you're looking at. The most randomest, pointless gift ever. So they put them on, made him feel sick, and then he didn't use them again. <laughs> oh man! And I've, I've got I've got another one that came from my brother. So one year we all got a calendar each. Calendar, good gift, yeah. Would you say a calendar, good gift? Yeah, it's it's a useful gift. So we all got a calendar, but the one calendars that you think were calendars it was an office wall calendar. So do you know the big massive A three year plan of wall calendars we all got one of them each they're red and black like what we all can do with one of them proper strategic planning for the year that's some that's some serious dad dad work that in it random gift that year planning everybody's holidays yeah you can't have that time off because such and such is away at the same time <laughs> yeah they got the arrow they got the arrow going from the first to the third you can't have that it's a, it's a decent gift if you've got somewhere to hang it and you can sort of plan you it is because you can look at like your school times and things like that. Yeah, but I'd soon have one where I turn it over and I get a new picture every month. And I go, oh, look, there's, I don't know, tractors. Or, oh, look, there's naked ladies. I don't know, what, whatever <laughs> calendars they have. The, the bare naked ladies, you mean the the, uh, the American pop group, don't you? Yeah, I do, yeah. What do you think I meant? No, well, I knew what you meant. I knew. I knew That's it. fine, yeah. yeah. I didn't want other people to get confused at, at what you were thinking. Hey, we're not that sort of podcast. We're we are not. level or wipe that smut away. Absolutely. Right, Leon, another thing we discussed was Secret Santa. What's your thoughts initially on Secret Santa? It's got its place. I don't mind it. For me, I like Secret Santa as being the, ooh, I wonder who that is. But then for me to make Secret Santa good, 
you then have to reveal who's what. So I like the whole setup. You don't know who's got what. The bit of the fun going, oh, look at this. I've got such and such. I've got Kung Fu Panda book. Oh, how funny. But then what makes it better is when you find out who it's from and then you get a bit of history behind it. As long as it's not vindictive and mean, I'm all for secrets, aren't I? Right. A couple of points there. If it's secret, you're not supposed to find out who it's from. I know you're not, but I, I like the whole setup of Secret Santa, but then I can't handle knowing that I don't know who it's come from. And then I can't handle the fact that someone don't know that's come from me, especially if I've done something funny or got some someone really good. So one year when we was at Life Centre, I got, I got a colleague a mini pool table and I got it from a charity shop and it cost me £5 from a charity shop. And I'm not joking, it was... A proper decent, I'd felt on it. The balls were rock hard, like proper miniature versions. It came with two cues. Was was in the pub playing pool on this miniature table, having a right laugh result. But because it was like Secret Santa, it was one of those things where I'm thinking, I, I want credit for this because it's actually a genuinely a really good gift. And it made it like a good fun night. So, them sort of things, I think, are right. No, right. Surprisingly, I hugely disagree. There's a couple of reasons why I'll buy into Secret Santa, but there's a couple of things where I just think it, it doesn't fit its name, basically. So there's, you've just said there, yeah, you can buy somebody something fun that's good. But if you get into a big group of people that are doing Secret Santa, there's always two or three people in that group that you know you're not going to be able to get what I would call a fun gift for somebody. You know, yeah. and they won't buy somebody, again, what I would consider a fun gift. And if you draw that person out, you know full well that you're going to have a hard time buying that person a gift because you want to get them something that they're going to like, they're going to enjoy, that suits their taste, that is just another present on your list that's going to make your life hard. Mate, you're so boring. So bad. Right? My other problem with Secret Santa is what we've just mentioned about you... It's not secret. And I've been in Secret Santa before, and 90% of the people that are in it just tell everybody who they've got. And then you've got people that don't don't want to participate, which is absolutely fine. So then why do you need to tell that person who you've got? And I just, if it's going to be a secret, it's got to be a secret all the way through for it to work properly. And going back to your, I wanted credit for that. You don't need credit for it. Just be happy that that person has got a good present and they are happy. Do not take credit for it. Yeah, well, I don't know. There's a little thing inside me there. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree with what you're saying. Just I don't know why I'm that mindset. I, I've got no argument there because I'm, I'm in the wrong in the fact that Secret Santa should be secret. Do you know what else annoys me about Secret Santa? So, like, if you're doing Secret Santa in the workplace, but you're not going to draw it in front of everybody or anything like that, you just get it, you take it home or whatever, then that's fine. That can stay secret. People can play who don't want to play. When you go somewhere, so when we used to go out with our crew, there were about 20 of us, weren't there? And we'd all go to a pub, have a meal, and we'd do Secret Santa. But there'd always be one person that's, oh, I'm not doing Secret Santa. But you're coming out with us. You don't have to buy anything great, just, just get something and play the game. So then you've got, like, like one person just sat there like that. It's like, like that, like that. Like people can see that. But just sat with their arms crossed, like, a bit stern-faced, and it's like, well, it's your own fault for not playing. There's been many times where I'm thinking... Yeah, you've you ruined, not ruined it, but like, why have you just not got involved? We're not spending masses of money, you know, and you can have a, a laugh and a joke with it all, but it just seems to be out of the loop. You know what my final thing about Secret Santa being a pain in the bum is? Is that receiving, we've talked about receiving gifts before, and my face won't accept a fun gift, or it, it, there's just something wrong with it. There's a few things wrong with my face, but one of them is being able to show some sort of, 
gratitude towards a present, fun or otherwise. And if it's an otherwise present, so for instance, we've just said that somebody buying you a shower gel kit is a good present for us because it saves us having to buy it throughout the year. If you get that at a secret Santa, I then start to become slightly paranoid that people think I smell. So I start yeah, to look into because... I start to look into the gift a little bit more than it needs to be. It's a good gift, but in the realm of what we consider secret Santa's generally a fun thing to do, it's it goes the other way, and then I start to overthink it. And then before you know it, it's eight o'clock and I'm going home for a wash. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I tell you what, secret Santa presents I, I don't appreciate ones that are proper to to the on the nose. So like people getting you just for men, like I think that's too much on the nose. Or if you get somebody like if you got me a wig, I'd be like, well, that's I'm not going to wear it. I'm not going to use it. It's just and it, it's not funny. Do you know what I mean? I know I'm bald. Do you know what I mean? You know you're great. Do you know what, I mean? <laughs> what what John's do about it? Do you know what I mean? I'm 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 happy. Well, I'm not happy, but I'm comfortable with me having no hair. Like people like people pass comment on my bald and I'm like and I can't I can't I can't make my hair grow. Do you know what I mean? I, and I'm not I'm not in the realms of getting transplants. I'm not that fussed. When presents are on the nose, that's they're, they're they're the ones I don't really like. So if there's like if you're someone in your work team who actually does smell and then someone does buy it out of like because I think it's funny. Do you know to point that to me that's too much on the nose of. It's not fun, that. Yeah, this is the, this is the thing with it as well because you've got to go into so much thought about it when it, it's like an additional pressure that you don't need. If you want you want to buy somebody a fun gift, but you don't want them to take it the wrong way, you and then you draw somebody out that's a bit more serious. You've then got to think, oh man, I've got to go down to a proper shop that I would never go, normally go to to get you a nice smelly candle. What if I buy you the smelly candle that you don't like or you're allergic to? And suddenly you come out. <laughs> I've, I've just remembered I had one of those four pads. I got I got someone some biscuits, one some luxury biscuits. I didn't realise I had like uh, an intolerance to to like dairy. <laughs> and now it's the problem. The one time I was like, I admit to this because obviously everyone's like, oh man, I can't believe someone's done that. How insensitive! And I was like, yeah, maybe they didn't know that they had that intolerance. Yeah. The- the thing is, is what, uh, yeah, it's just hard work. I just, you don't need it. I've, I've done some research on this. So I've had a look on the internet. I, I literally just, you know, hit that most popular search engine, worst secret Santa gifts. So I've got a few here. These are genuine gifts that people have given for secret Santa. And you know the process, and I'm sure all our listeners know the process, that you get, you generally sit around the table, don't you, after you've got together for your Christmas do. Let's open our secret Santa gifts. Boom. One person got a book. Books tend to be the thing that if you're going to be vindictive, buy them a book because there's a book there out for everything. So one of them, a book called Coping with Adoption. Sorry, Coping with Being Adopted. But they weren't adopted. (laughs) What? Or was they? I'm going to say, they know something that no one else does know. I remember when when they were adopted as a kid. (laughs) Well... On that one, another again, another book. This one, this was given to a, a guy, how to text men, <laughs> right? This one, he said he knew who it was from instantly because he'd only told one person in his workplace that it was to men. So that person has basically outed him. him. Of everybody else. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't... It gets worse. Stretch mark cream. Stretch mark cream. 
Yeah. They, they, see, these are the ones I'm on about where they're just too much on the nose. Yeah. This is it. If, if you, the, the other thing is, if you're buying somebody stretch mark cream, I mean, if you work in an office, how closely are you seeing somebody to know that they need that? But like, you, you think about that. Like, I wouldn't even buy, like, I won't, I won't buy my wife stretch mark. I won't, do you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't buy anything like that, would you? To, like, I can't think of anybody that I could appropriately buy that product for, <laughs> genuinely. I wouldn't buy, well, I'd buy it for myself, but that, that, that's a product you buy yourself. Do you know I mean, you don't buy it for someone. This is what I'm talking about. These are too much on the nose. The only person that you buy stretch mark cream for is stretch your hamstrong. <laughs> That's the only person that needs that cream. That's the thing, though, where somebody's gone, do you know what? I use this and it's really good. And you might have had a conversation over the water fountain or the coffee machine and gone, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't like to go swimming because, you know. And then you go, oh, I've drawn you in secret. I've got a right idea. I'll tell everybody yeah. in the office by giving you this one gift that... <laughs> Yeah, because if you've never if you've never seen that person's body, they go, "Why she got like a, a wrinkly? Oh, he got a wrinkly body here. Then he's stretch marker. Come on, then let's have a look. That's the next conversation, isn't it? If I'm going, yeah. have a look then where you need this cream for, or like any type of cream for your nether regions, just yeah, or anti wrinkle cream, smart. Yeah, this is exactly what you said. You don't need that on the button. Secret Santa is a dangerous place to go. And we know that there's office politics in workplaces and there's so, hierarchy. Yeah. So, like, if it, if it were me and you, if it was me and you, and, and everyone hadn't already bought you just for men, that's, like, a bit different. But when you're doing, like, in a work environment where Secret Santa's played, that's just too close to the grain, that, definitely. <laughs> right. The worst one, I think... Somebody was given a neck, and I put this in inverted commas, commas, another dad word, a neck massager. Right, I'm just going to leave that there for a second. They were given a neck, or hang on, a vibrating neck massager. I want that. Right. I, don't, I don't see the problem with that. You sat around a table with all your work colleagues. Some of them you know well, some of them you don't know over so well. You've got your gift being given to you. No idea who it's from. You open it up. Oh, a neck massager. This is clearly not a neck massager. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Duh. I'm thinking, I'm, I'd put the neck massager straight on. What's wrong with that? I'm loving the neck massager. We'll, we'll put in the edit, we'll put a big penny drop in there. Yeah. Just for you. Yeah. You imagine opening that in front of everybody and then I'm thinking... This is what I mean about you can't then just say, oh, I've bought you that, Gladys, you know, because I know you've got a bad neck. That's, at that point, that's when you really need... Are we talking about neck? You don't, you've got a bad, bad, bad neck? No, but that's at the point where <laughs> you, you need some... you've got a bad stomach, do you? <laughs> but that's at the point where you need somebody to step up and go, oh, that's why I bought you that present, because I know you've got a bad neck. Not that you may like things of that nature. Do you see what I mean? What are we talking about, yeah? <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Yeah. Secret Santa, let's abolish it completely. Are, are, you, are you... Are you... Oh, you're, you're doing one this year, will you? Uh, we are. We are actually doing one this year, yeah. We've got a work one to do. Um, so oh, because we're, we're, we're doing one, but obviously we're different. We're actually inside a facility, whereas you're remotely at the moment. I said, if you'd be doing one still. Yeah, so we're going to quarantine all our gifts. Um, yeah, that's what we're doing. Send them in the post for 47 people to touch them on the way to somebody. And then they'll be quarantined, cleaned, 
and then hand not hand delivered, they'll be left at a place to be collected. That's what we're doing. As they've got to be by a certain date, they're going to be left to quarantine, and then the person's going to then leave them somewhere for someone to collect from the quarantined area. Yeah, I've got good in this. Do you want to know what my worst? You know, we talked about I got just for men two years on the trot, but I've got a, a worse gift that was given for my secret Santa. What could that be then? I don't think I've, I've, I've genuinely not had a bad secret Santa. Like I said, that one year I got the Kung Fu Panda book. Once we figured out where it'd come from, what it was to do with, it's what I'm saying. Sometimes it can be like, when I got the Kung Fu Panda book, it made no sense. I was looking at it thinking, well, I've got this book. And then actually when we were talking about it later on, it was just a good joke and a good laugh. And because I knew it would come from, obviously I got the joke, which sometimes I think you need that to know who it's from because it's just been absolutely random. So go on, hit us up, what's yours? Uh, speeding ticket. From Secret Santa. Right, so company car. So I'd done over the speed limit. So obviously the com- the car's registered to the company. So that's where the speeding ticket goes to. And then they obviously have to let them know who's been driving the car for them to pay the fine. And then obviously the letter comes out to me. So this happened only a few days before we broke up for Christmas. So the letter was sent into the company. Then that was held for a couple of days until we had our staff Christmas due. And then lo and behold, secret Santa, there you go. <laughs> Speeding ticket, fine. <laughs> Merry quite Christmas. A funny, quite a funny one, quite like that. The, the positive thing about that was there weren't just me. Also, quite a few people got like speeding tickets as like Secret Santa presents. There was a couple of us, yeah, that got Secret Santa presents that were speeding tickets, yeah. It must have been the time of year, we must have been in a rush to get home. Yeah. Merry Christmas, sat around having your Christmas dinner and then suddenly given a £30 and fine. Then, and, then, and then you couldn't appeal against it because you'd been held on to it for a week or two, so you had to just pay it regardless. <laughs> or some bill growing up. Absolutely. That's funny, I like that. That's not a bad secret Santa present. That's funny. Right, here we go. We've got our top 10 secret Santa gifts. At number 10, this is from Ruth from York. She was given an Anne Summers gift card from her grandma. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's brutal. <laughs> that's, that's a close family. That is a close family. Wow. I don't know what they're discussing so, the, I'm going to say, how's that come from a conversation that she was a gift card for that? Wow. In at number nine, a temporary glitter metallic tattoo kit for an eight-year-old girl. It had butterflies and phrases like girls rule. One, I was 15, and two, I'm a man. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, that, that was from Danny from Beverly. In at eight, this one is from Carl and he's from Hull. This was a beautiful scenery calendar. That's what it said on the cover. Turns out, as you scroll the months, it was actually a dogging hotspot calendar. <laughs> wow. That's niche as well. That's a niche product, isn't it? Where, where did you get this type of stuff from? What can you say? I hit like the doggy community going, some sites to be visited. Each month will reveal where the best spots each month. Ah, ooh, we're going to Cornwall this month. Do you think there's people at Dogging Hotspots like selling merch? Yeah, the weird thing as well about Dogging is it's not really like car parks in it. It's not exactly like really nice scenery. So you're looking at a lamppost, a bollard, and some <laughs> parking bits. I mean, the other thing, is it a 12-month-a-year thing? I mean, it gets cold at some times of the year, doesn't it? I, I don't know how it all works, to be fair. I don't know how it works either. Right, in at number seven, this is from Jane, and she's from Gilberdike. My nana once bought me a bright orange pair of flares with a jacket that matched. The flares weren't even in the fashion at the time, 
and I didn't have the heart to tell her I didn't want to wear it to look ungrateful. So I kept in my wardrobe, and every time she asked, I'd get them out, or if I knew she'd come around, I'd put them off. We've all been there. Yeah. Imagine getting, like, bright orange pants and jacket that match, and then having to wear it like Tango Man. Imagine getting bright orange pants and jacket that match and not actually working on the motorway. Yeah. <laughs> Great present if you're one of them people that drop cones on motorway. Yeah. Right, in at six, my 12-year-old brother, one year got 18 pairs of socks. They were all wrapped individually. And that's from Simon from Scumfort. Man, that's painful, isn't it? Like you think, oh, what a hoard I've got this year. I've got a right hoard of presents. No, mate. You've got one that could be bunched together and wrapped up. <laughs> well, that's the question, isn't it? Why not A, wrap them together? And B, what 12-year-old, other than a centipede, needs 18 pairs of socks? <laughs> yeah. To be fair, one, one year my brother got us loads of socks. He went to the sock factory in um, in Stoke and we got all these socks one year. And I joke, we got loads. He went all the way to Stoke. We live about three yeah. hours from Stoke. <laughs> We've got family there. So he was staying there. <laughs> yeah, he went. He got up one day, went, I know where I need to be. It's a factory in Stoke. The family needs socks. I'm off. Right, in at number five. This one. Keep in mind, in the old days, people didn't know how bad smoking was. When I was 13, my mum caught me smoking, and after a hard conversation, she gave in to the fact that I was a smoker. And then that Christmas, she bought me a starter smoking kit. We'd, we'd had 10 cigarettes, a box container to keep them all in, and a lighter that matched the box. And I was 13 years old. Glory days. Like, like wow. Imagine that. Like, I, know, I know they said... Bearing in mind the old days didn't know how bad smoking was. But wow. I think even when my dad's era, they wouldn't have given that easy at 13 and gone, well, nah, they're a smoker, they're a smoker. Here you go. I feel like you're as 10 fags. A box that magic. Hey, we talk about gifts though that Sue. That was Rob, and Rob is from Nottingham, Northern Friends. Really? Only in the North. Only in the Only North. In the 13-year-old been given a smoking box. Right, right. In at number four, a remote-controlled monster truck. Now, this one, you think, what a great present that is. Oh, hang on. This lady's who's called Karen. She's from Edinburgh. She's 36. Nice. Just, just, just what you wanted. <laughs> I mean, I'm presuming that's possibly her partner that's bought that. Do you think that's one of them gifts where you kind of go, I really like this and but I'd like you to get involved in it. Yeah, I can't buy it for myself. So I'll buy you it. You'll hate it. Or we're going to finish next week before New Year. Or, or I'll get my own way and we'll, we'll go to park and float monster trucks. I did that with Ski Electrics with Noah. Got a Ski Electric because I really wanted a Ski Electric. Ski Electric, making words up. Right, in at number three for me then. When I was younger, my mum bought me a peanut M&M dispenser. She'd forgot the fact that I was allergic to nuts. That's unbelievable. That's like bad parenting. Yeah, that's bad, isn't it? Is that one of them things where you sort of walk in around the shop and you get in the queue? You know, at <laughs> Christmas time, it's a long queue. You see it next to till and go, oh, that looks colourful. I'll get that. Boom, straight yeah. Another thing to wrap up. Oh, I need something to go in it. Put something in it that could potentially kill my own child. Yeah, it's crazy, that, isn't it? It's absolutely crazy. Like, I mean, if that came from someone outside of the family, go, well, it's one of those things. I didn't know. But as it comes from your mother, who's raised you and probably guarded you from nuts all your life, goes, here you go, darling. I've had enough of you. The only thing that needs to come with that is a telephone number for child line. Or an EpiPen as well. So the next friend's an EpiPen. <laughs> Imagine you open up and go, an EpiPen? 
Why are you bought me an EpiPen? Your next present's coming, love. Here you go, some nuts. Yeah, it's not quite like the PlayStation story we had earlier on. <laughs> yeah, imagine you go, oh, I forgot to buy the EpiPen. Oh, no. Yeah, here's an EpiPen, here's a bag of nuts and a beehive. Merry Christmas. Enjoy. In at number two, a very, very close runner-up, this one. So this one is Claire from Norwich. This one is a perla. So my father got a T-shirt reading, I'm not a gynaecologist, but I'll take a look, printed on the front. He wore it with pride all day long. And then my partner and his family came round for drinks that night as a first meeting. He refused to take it off. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. That. I, that's, that's, that's me later in life, I'm telling you. I'm going to do everything in my powers to be that guy. I'm telling you right now. That, I wear a T-shirt saying FBI. That right there is the gift that keeps on not giving. You get a T-shirt for Christmas and go, yeah, I'm going to wear this. This is funny. couple of photographs, get it on the Instagram. And then you go, actually, I've had a few drinks now. I'm yeah, more than happy on. to keep it on to meet the future family. Yeah. And they can see what I'm really like. <laughs> it's brilliant. In at number one. So this this has made the, the top of the list. So this is the worst Christmas yeah. present, 2020, number one. Dad tells number one. When I was younger, my auntie bought me a, one of those 3D posters that was all the rage in the 90s when you had to wear... 3D glasses to see the image. The only issue we have with this present is that I was blind in one eye. <laughs> Imagine getting that. <laughs> hey, I can't see it. Don't do not. All I can see is the red. You got to put the red and blue together. Yeah, one of my eyes don't work. Sorry. That is the worst thing ever. The only thing potentially worse than that that could have been bought as a Christmas present is a black light in a teenager's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's some pretty terrible gifts there. Out of all them gifts, right, all them 10, 10 plus gifts, which one would you pick if you could have one? What? Someone give it to me as a gift? Yeah, yeah. On spot, mate. What about you? <laughs> a monster truck all day long. Yeah. It's about, uh... You'd go neck massager. <laughs> yeah, I'd go for neck massager. Yeah, all the way through that, I was like... That's a really good present, neck massager. I'd love a neck massager at work. <laughs> get, get, a bit, get a bit tense and a bit, a bit out of control. Leon, we'll talk about something else. Uh, um, yeah, quite a monster truck. E even now as an adult, I'll take a monster truck all day long. Yeah, I think they're, I think you, you kind of get through an age, don't you, of kind of things like that are really cool, and then they're a bit uncool, and then all of a sudden, like the scale electric monster truck, you're not telling me that you don't love Eva's drone. It's brilliant, I love it. They're, they're like dad gifts, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So on that, if anybody wants to send us any gifts, don't send us chocolate, send us monster truck remote control cars. And drones. And drones. To fair, send us what you want. I'll, t I'll, take, um, I'll take a box of smellies. And no potentially problem. a calendar on beautiful scenery. Yeah, I'll take a work calendar. Oh, thank you, everybody, for all your suggestions for worst Christmas presents. This has been a really good episode. I've loved it. What have you learned this week? I've learned this week that... Christmas shopping is the worst thing ever. And every year I say, I'm going to start doing it earlier. I'm going to start doing it earlier. So I don't have to go through all this pain of, I know that the situation we're in, I don't want to queue outside a shop and have to queue inside a shop and then potentially yeah. have to queue to get out of the shop. 
prepared. Do it earlier. Be more, be more prepared. We was, we was early this year. On it, on it this year. You're winning Christmas this year. What have you learned this week, Leon? So I've learned that I need to stick to what I say I'm going to do. Can you remember when I said I wasn't going to do any more projects? Right. So I built our pallet truck. <laughs> pallet truck. <laughs> That's impressive. So out of a pallet, I thought, oh, I've got a really good idea. A project with kids. What we'll do is we'll make a tree a Christmas, for outside, like a nice decorative Christmas tree out of the pallet truck. So take all the panels off and make a tree, cut the triangle out. Fantastic. Really easy. Starts off, we're outside. Take one one panel off, kids go inside. Yeah, I'm not interested anymore. My kids, come on, it's a really good thing to do. Yeah, I'm not interested anymore. I nearly lose a digit to the fact that I'm trying to hold on to this thing. I smacked myself in the head because I was trying to use the palette as a balance and I put some on, I put like a weight on this side, leant down on this side. I don't know, I'm, I don't know what I'm saying this side because you can't see what I'm saying. So on the left, I had some way down so I could cut the right side. I pushed down too hard on the right side. The thing on the left side flew and hit me in the head. So when I say I'm not going to do any more projects around the house, I know it's not a house project, but it means me using tools and use my head and measuring. Oh, man, it was awful. And then I, I tried cutting a star out of pallet wood. So I'm talking, I had to get angles. I had to, I had to come back in out and get the kids' protractor out of Ava's pencil case, but I could just so I could do it. Oh, it was, it was painful. It took me ages to figure out how to get the angle right. So I could stick all these things together. To be fair, it looks all right, but I'm in pain, as in like mentally and morally. Morally? Don't know about morally. <laughs> Did all wrong. Just mentally in pain from it. God, it's killed me. And it's not finished yet either. I need to paint it. That leads us perfectly into what we've got coming up for our New Year episode and what we need to do for next year to be better parents, better human beings. Not necessarily things that we should do more, maybe things that we should stop doing. Yeah. It'd be all right if kids had developed me. It's their fault because no one did we know than that end up board down, but it didn't. It went inside and I went down on it and whoosh, I mean, Ed, kids need to get involved more. That's the thing. Just because it was boring for them, <laughs> watching dad cut a bit of wood. They need to realise good times. I didn't catch that. But what, what I said was... <laughs> Siri wanted to know a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to hear that story again. Right. We'll do this all again next week. Yeah, see you next week, matey. Next week is our Christmas Eve episode. You have a really good week. Have a nice week, my friend. Stay safe. Keep Christmas smiling. Yes. Thank you for listening right to the end of this week's podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dad underscore tales underscore or get involved by emailing us at dadtales at outlook.com. You can also now join our Facebook page by searching Dad Tales. Keep the feedback coming. We are genuinely humbled by all the input and the comments you are providing us. Stay safe, celebrate small victories and keep smiling.